0: Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live.
1: From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey Southwest Live for April 3rd, 2022. Tonight, we start breaking down the Frozen Four. Behind the Mask's College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by... Peterson Toyota, college graduate, member of the military, and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask hockey shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com, whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Two locations in Arizona, six in Colorado. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, An iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Metro by T-Mobile. Get 50% off or more when you add a line to a new or existing account. Buy Burrito Express. Six East Valley locations for fresh, fast, authentic Mexican food. M-Drive. Natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer Skates. Whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at Summerskates.com. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next day at DruryHotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-INN. College Hockey Southwest Live from the Summerskate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein.
2: All right, well, welcome in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans, as it may be. It is, indeed, College Hockey Southwest Live. Scott Strandy with you from beautiful Denver, Colorado. I'm lying. It was not beautiful. It was cloudy and kind of dreary out there today. Um, but anyway, that's where I'm at, Denver, Colorado. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from um Ten feet below sea level and a balmy eighty-two or so, I suppose, out there on the Long Island.
1: Uh, uh no, <laughs> no,
2: no. He no. says, "Okay, well, I'm coming out your way, um, and and I was hoping that I'd get over forty, but that ain't happening, is it?"
1: Um, maybe. <laughs>
2: He says it was that skepticism. I mean,
1: maybe I don't know. Um, You ain't gonna get much over forty. Love it. Hope you stay dry.
2: Absolutely love it. No, you. Uh, This is indeed uh, college hockey. Southwest Live. This kicks off um, about let's see, ten days in a row where we're going to be covering college hockey. We're going to get you through the Frozen Four and uh, into next week where we talk about what's going to happen next year. So uh, it's kind of a nice wrap-up, huh? What
1: do you mean over the next 10 days we're going to cover? When do we stop covering it?
2: (laughs) Yeah, good point, good point. But we do the Frozen Four focus this week. So uh, it'll be every night this week, and we will be uh, tracking what's going on. I will be making my way to Boston on Wednesday and arriving on Thursday. I love that. Um, And uh, returning back to Denver on Sunday, the, the pioneers obviously who we cover uh, extensively, but uh, the rest of the teams too have some interest to us, Paul. And I thought it would be fun tonight to break down all four teams and all four games. But before we jump into that, you and I have had this uh, uh, conversation about the fact that um, they're going to make Denver and, uh, Michigan playing the afternoon, the early game, and uh, the afternoon in Denver I should say, um, but but they're keeping that on ESPN2 and we're both going like, why would that not be the late game? Well, as it turns out that might not be such a bad idea now because the late game between Minnesota State and Minnesota is now going to be moved to ESPNU which has got like, I don't know, a tenth of the <laughs> viewership of ESPN2 uh, so, yeah
1: Yeah, I don't, listen, I don't know what the difference is, I know there's a difference. I'm not going to sit here and say there's not. I know there is. But. Um, oh, let me give I just, you the difference. I get, I,
2: As I. I here, you can you can speak in one second. Let's let me give you the difference. As I sit in the Drury Hotels in beautiful Centel, Centennial, Colorado.
1: I know you have ESPN, too. You don't have ESPN. Correct.
2: Yet. Correct. So that means you're going to have to stream it somehow, or you're going to have to buy another service or something. If if I were to stay here, I couldn't watch the game unless I found another way to do it. So that's the issue.
1: Uh, listen, I'm not, listen, I'm not disagreeing. I don't know what they're showing instead. I guess I could look at this
2: baseball, point.
1: Major League Baseball
2: opening weekend of Major League Baseball. That's why I got bumped.
1: Okay. I mean, listen. I'm not gonna.
2: Yeah, I I didn't I didn't want to get into this. I just wanted to tell people that that you and I were talking about why didn't they have Denver playing at night? And if they had, then everybody in Denver would have been screaming, "Hey, we're starting early. We're starting at the right time or we can watch it." But the problem with it is it's on ESPNU, and nobody's got it.
1: Uh, Ouch. I see. I don't know. I don't know enough about colorado-based cable systems
2: well you don't need to know a lot about it it's it's not in the normal package espn espn2 espn news that's where they draw the line espnu espn3 are add-ons
1: oh, well espn3 is, is streaming that's does that even yeah. exist anymore i don't know <laughs> isn't that all in espn plus
2: <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> Probably whatever. All I know is Um, that in most hotels across the country, you will not get ESPNU.
1: Yeah, but you know, anybody that's traveling to Boston to watch the game is not watching it in a hotel room. And
2: no, I know that, but I'm talking about the people that can't go to Boston. What if they want to watch it?
1: Are they going to a hotel room to watch it? Really?
2: No, no, I'm saying they might not have it in their house because it's not on a normal cable package. The the basic cable packages are what hotels have normally. So you'd have to have an extended sports package uh, anywhere that you live to have ESPNU. Uh,
1: okay, I'm not...
2: Yeah, it, do, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter because it, it's uh, Minnesota State I, and Minnesota and st- nobody still... cares. Well... <laughs> I knew that would get your ire up a little bit.
1: <laughs> I still don't know if it makes sense.
2: It makes no sense. You've got three college hockey games left in the year. The three final games. You can't find a network station of any sort that will put it on. That The three final games with four of the best teams in all of college hockey, and you can't find anybody? That would take that on, except ESPNU ESPN2? ESPN U really? and ESPN Two.
1: Yes, really? Really? ESPN pays a lot of money.
2: Seriously, then put it on a channel that people can watch, and let's grow this sport. Let's quit this crap about uh, yeah, hockey doesn't uh, doesn't draw or whatever. Of course, it doesn't draw. It's put on ESPN U. Okay, that's that's my soapbox for the night.
1: Listen, I. I- I I don't know. I I have ESPNU, and I don't know. Obviously, I'm paying whatever rip-off prices I'm paying.
2: Well, all I'm telling you is, uh, and this is how hockey kind of gets screwed all the way across the board, and I really thought that, uh, and I think it is better this year with the NHL at least, but people were just like flabbergasted when the uh, avalanche played on Saturday against Pittsburgh in the afternoon and it was on ABC. They were going like, what? How did we get on the three-letter channels? How did we get on ABC? How did that happen? And if you're saying that about the NHL, good luck with NCAA. Good luck. Anyway. So that's my soapbox for the night. (laughs) Are you still there? (laughs) <laughs> Have I lost everybody again? No, well, you oh. know,
1: you've lost your mind, but... Um, <laughs> are people Were people really complaining that the game was on regular, quote-unquote, broadcast TV?
2: No, they weren't complaining. They were happy, but they're going like, what did we do to deserve this? We haven't seen this in 10 years.
1: Um, first of all, uh, there were never any Avalanche games on NBC.
2: I'm sure that I'm. I'm being facetious, but oh, okay. that that just tells you how crazy this whole deal is. And I just can't believe, for the life of me, that you have all the NHL draft picks, four of the best teams, maybe the best, and I've said this before, maybe the best Frozen Four ever. And and we're talking about ESPN. carrying one of the games, and ESPN two having the other game, but having it in the middle of the day. Ah. Anyway
1: listen, I, I I listen let's just let's I I totally understand all of this. I don't want to make it sound like it's not a big deal. Okay. I don't know how the contracts read. But remember ESPN pays a lot of money I guess to the NCAA. I don't know how much money the schools see.
2: I think they do okay because everybody says getting into the tournament is a major win um, for every school. That's
1: fine. so I guess that, you know, that's where the ESPN money comes in from, from the NCAA. But, um,
2: well, I, I would have almost I mean, and again I'm not I'm not griping about that. I'm just saying that they've
1: put games on ESPN News before, so I don't know why they wouldn't. Uh... I don't know either. I, I don't
2: get it. It's just unfortunate that baseball's opening weekend is going to be the same weekend. Normally, baseball would have played for a month, and it would have been come you know take it or leave it. But um, yeah, I mean now now they're getting bumped because of the timing of it. But anyway, let let's dig into this. So. Thursday, April 7th, Minnesota State and Minnesota will play the late game, and Michigan and Denver will play the opening game. Since we covered Denver, let's start with the Minnesota-Minnesota State game. So here's how I want to do it. Tomorrow night, we're going to talk numbers. We're going to talk about who the scores are and the penalties and all that stuff, because that's our analytics and eyeballs. So tonight, let's focus uh, pretty much on eyeballs, and let's talk about the guys. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to talk about uh, some of the scoring leaders and such. But let's talk about the guys that are going to be difference makers and uh, maybe we'll sway their team one way or the other. And I know you have uh, a real affinity for the Minnesota State Mavericks. Well, So, I, I, so let's give that me. one to Paul, and I'll take the Gophers, who I know you despise.
1: Well, this is true. But let's – by the way, let's let's just say this, okay, and I'll say it now because – uh, you know, hey, uh, who knows what will happen the next time? But uh, there is a certain somebody, and I don't want to say who, uh, that when push came to shove, had the Frozen Four teams in his top four, in his pool. Who was that? I don't want to, uh, some guy I know, but just saying there was somebody okay and and you know it it's it's going to be we're we're going we're going to get the moment of truth i guess with the mavericks who i basically had number 1 all year and this game is going to be the the Kind of like boxing match where styles make fights. And it's who can impose their style on the other guy.
2: Um, Paul, do you remember last year's regional in Loveland?
1: Um, I'm sure if I looked at the scores, I would remember.
2: Do you remember who who played who? Uh, And who advanced to the Frozen Four?
1: I'm sure if I looked... At, like I said, if I looked at things, I would remember the game specifically, but I'm not going to sit here.
2: <laughs> well, I'm not asking you to remember the game specifically. I'm just asking if you remember the two teams. Uh,
1: what, in, in the Frozen Four?
2: No, in the regional final. Oh, well, let's see here. Guess who ousted, guess who ousted the Gophers last year?
1: Oh, what it, was it Minnesota State? I believe so. Yeah, could very well have been. Could very well have been. Let's see what we got here. Look at that. Oh yeah, look at that. Four nothing. <laughs> look at
2: that. Yeah, okay. So so that works two ways. Does Minnesota use it as a revenge? We need to avenge that loss. Or does Minnesota State say, hey, we beat you before, we can do it again?
1: Well. I, I, I think that having done it, and we kind of said going into this year's tournament. After last year, when Minnesota State got the monkey off their backs in terms of getting a win in the NCAA tournament and and getting a uh, you know getting to the to the to the Frozen Four, um,
2: and bringing back their goaltender,
1: uh, and bringing back the goalie, which we will get to obviously in a minute. Um, that you know it was going to be a situation where they were going to contend again and, and, and it should make it easier for them in the NCAA tournament this year without that monkey on their back. Um, This is an experienced team. Um, They have a lot of players that have played a lot of big games. Played a bunch of games against, you know, got that monkey off the school's back. And, you know, um, but I'm sure that the mindset in that locker room is completely different going into this year's tournament as it was going into last year's tournament.
2: Yep, I'm going to agree with you. So on that note, before we uh, spend the whole show just uh, rehashing it, tell us who's going to lead the way and uh, who the difference makers are going to make for Minnesota State.
1: Well, I mean, this is
2: where does it start, Paul? Come on, I teed you always up.
1: Always start, yeah. You know me. That's that's too easy. You lob me these softballs. We know it starts <laughs> in goal, and we know that the best goaltender of the four in this Frozen Four. Is wearing purple and gold. And I don't care what the folks who have votes for this or that award say. He's best goalie in the country. And the fact that –
2: Which means he should have the Richter Award.
1: Right. And the fact that that's even a question, like what are you guys watching? And, and and you don't get to say, well, so-and-so did it against X competition and then say, yeah, but it doesn't count when this guy does it against competition. How many years does he have to do it? And against how many top-notch teams does he have to do it before you're like, oh, Okay. I mean his worst year was last year. In terms of save percentage.
2: Yeah.
1: It was his worst year. Yep. Okay. Um in in terms of his goals against average, this year was his best. Okay. But in four years, he doesn't have a goals against average of over one point seven six. Four years.
2: Does he have any shutouts, Paul?
1: He has one or two.
2: <laughs> the guy can turn away the puck. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, and, of course, we're talking about uh, Dryden McKay, uh, one of the greatest names in college hockey, in all of hockey, actually. But I um, mean,
1: Seriously, people? I uh, mean, yeah. You're you you going to hear Devin Levi, and you're going to hear uh, Kevin per- Peretz. You're going to hear if Peretz any and you're going to hear about uh eric portillo no 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 and no the best goalie in college hockey is dryden mckay
2: okay so if he uh, stops every puck who's going to be the guys that are going to notch the goals to make sure that uh oh, it almost the mavericks happened. move forward
1: doesn't matter. You only have to score one if he doesn't let any in. Yeah,
2: but you still would like to have some offense. So, uh, who are the offensive guys that we're going to look forward to seeing in oh, this Frozen Four that were purple and
1: gold? See, the, the the thing about this is, is they don't have the the name recognition or the 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 the, the star power, but they have seven guys that have scored double figures and goals.
2: That doesn't hurt.
1: Okay. And by the way, all right. Uh, one of those guys, you know, I mean, you have, and you have a couple of guys that have nine or eight, you know, uh, you're getting some, some offense from your, from your back end. Okay. But I mean, Obviously, we're talking about Nathan Smith, and we're talking about Ryan Sandlin in a big spot. Okay, uh, Akito Hirose is a good puck-moving defenseman, only a sophomore. Okay, um, Jake Livingstone, once again, good puck-moving defenseman, has nine goals, only a sophomore. These guys don't know anything but winning, by the way. Okay. Um, and they're going to play. You know, if they're playing their game, then Michigan will get frustrated because Minnesota State's going to want to play a little more. That, like yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. That's Minnesota. I'm not sorry, Michigan. Minnesota.
1: Whatever, who cares? I, I don't like either team, so I'm fine.
2: Big M, um, little M. That's what matters.
1: Yeah, two Ms, little Ms, whatever. Um, they're going to want to play. A lot more east-west, and, and Minnesota State's going to want to play up and down, straight ahead, north and south. Oh, so how how who's going to who's going to dictate the style? All right, we know we know all the draft picks on that other maroon and gold team. All right, they have plenty of draft picks. All right, they have they have a dozen, maybe they have fourteen. They may not all be first-round picks, but they still have them. Okay. Uh, Justin Close has come in and done a tremendous job after LaFontaine left.
2: Okay. Yeah, and how, how is it? LaFontaine, 20 games. Justin Close, 22. That's crazy. I didn't realize that LaFontaine had played that many yeah. uh, before he left, but, yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so, and you so got
1: and you, uh, and and you know uh, this going to be a tight game. And you think it uh, is? Well, uh, listen, if Minnesota State plays their game, it's going to be
2: I think I think if Minnesota State plays their game, it's not going to be. I think it's going to be a 3-4 3-4 um, goal victory because Minnesota like State it. can with Dryden McKay if he's turning away the pucks like we think he will. Minnesota is going to have their hands full. And one thing that I'm going to say about Minnesota, and I'm supposed to be representing them in this conversation, no, but, not, but okay. they they have gotten um, out of whack in several games this year where uh, in, in the uh, the Big Ten championship game against Michigan, they were controlling play. They had an uh, accidental own goal, and it, it looked like it disrailed them for uh, – the better part of the period and a half and then they came storming back and they almost got the game tied and and sent it to overtime. But um, that's the thing with Minnesota is I think they, they lose focus here and there. And I think that's what's going to be their downfall because I think Minnesota state, if they get, they already know they have the goaltender and if they get up a goal or God forbid they get up two well, goals. See, that's it, right? It's going to change the whole style of the game. That's and it, then, right? I mean, then Nathan Smith and the guys first? are going to put the puck in the net.
1: Who's going to score first, right? Uh, or who scores first and, um, and, and, and bounce? Because obviously Minnesota is going to want to play from the lead.
2: Right. Minnesota, and so is Minnesota it, State. If and Minnesota gonna scores score? first, it's going to be probably a 3 2 game one way or the other. If Minnesota State scores first, it's going to be a 4-1, 5-2, something like that.
1: Well, depends on how early, depends on how the game's going. Uh, let's let's just say, um, and obviously I am uh, I have my, my rooting interests, but uh, I, I would behoove the Mavericks – to score first in this game.
2: Yeah, and the Mavericks are going to come out flying. I guarantee you that. Well, whether they score first or not, I can't predict that, but I know that you're going to find them really coming out hard fast because they know it. They know if they can put Minnesota behind the eight ball and make them scramble that they can get the job done.
1: Well, they, 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 they have to stay out of the penalty box. I mean, that's an obvious statement to make but they have to make they have to play disciplined enough to be physical yet not spend time in the box
2: because yep well if you said
1: give, if, if you give Minnesota space on the power play uh, they they're just just way too talented to give that much to give that much time and space to, okay. um, you know, you they the, the one, two, three, four, five. They don't have the, the number of double digit goal scorers that even Minnesota state does, which is um, kind of a hidden sort of um, number. Much. You're
2: stealing my spotlight <laughs>
1: but that, but that You're supposed to be telling us
2: about Minnesota State I'm supposed to be telling you about Minnesota <laughs> I am trying to tell
1: you about Minnesota State I'm that,
2: supposed to be telling you about Minnesota right now though <laughs>
1: Well, let's put it this way the, the 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 top offensive players The top line for Minnesota State uh, Very balanced Okay Um, the question is like I said, who dictates style
2: yeah, well put, that's what it's going to be so let me tell you what Minnesota has, I'm just going to read you some last names and you tell me if they sound familiar to you Uh, Purbix Pitlick uh, Bradzinski uh, Nyes uh, Myers, Crookshank any of those names ring a bell yeah. Nope. yeah, they're household names. Uh, Walker. Uh, <laughs> nope. Oh, my goodness. So here's the deal. They have Ben Myers, who's uh, one of the Hobie hat trick finalists. He's their leading scorer. He's got 41 points, uh, 17 goals, 24 assists uh, in 33 games. We know about him. He played in the Olympics. I had to come back, uh, you know, try to get his legs under him. I know everybody says the same thing. It took about a week. Some people are saying it took about two weeks for those guys to, uh, to get their, their legs back under them. But Ben Myers is the leader of this team. Um, is Justin close a good goaltender? Yeah. He's a good goaltender. Is he Jack LaFontaine? Is he uh, Dryden McKay? Uh, heck is he even uh, Magnus Corona? No, he's not there. He's probably number four in the goaltenders in this, in this tournament. And that's not to say he's a bad goaltender. It's to say that he's probably number four. <clears throat> So that being said, if Minnesota is going to win this game, they need to do it with offense, and they need to do it with consistency. So let's put them together. Consistent offense, which means that Matthew Nyes is going to have to be consistent, Ben Myers, Blake McLaughlin, Sammy Walker, Bryce he He's good on the list. Uh, Chase Lucius, uh, Chaz Lucius, uh, Rhett Pitlick, Aaron Hughlin, Grant Cruikshank, all these guys are going to have to contribute and they're going to have to do it consistently if they think that they're going to beat Minnesota state. And, and you've already said it, Paul, they're not beating Dryden McKay clean. They're going to have to beat him on deflections. They're going to have to beat him with traffic. Um, that they're not going to, they're not going to beat this kid, um, just by shooting pucks on the net
1: quality shots. Yeah. Yeah. It- does quantity doesn't, will not matter in this game. Not a chance. If you're that not other Maroni's Gold team, it'll be about the quality. Um, if you're taking all kinds of shots from the outside, um, good luck.
2: Yep, exactly. And and Minnesota knows that. Um, Minnesota does have a pretty good, strong defensive uh, core, uh, led by Ben Brinkman, who uh, doesn't have many points, but stay-at-home defenseman does a fantastic job out of Edina. Um, you look at guys like, uh, um, of aware. Uh, yeah, you heard me. Um, and, and the guy that's really come on this year for them is Aaron Huglin, uh, the Roso kid that went through a mess of injuries as a junior, uh, player. And they wondered when he came to Minnesota, was he going to be able to stay healthy? Well, he's played 36 games. Uh, he's got seven goals, nine assists, 16 points on the year. But as of, uh, recently, He's been moved up with Matthew Nyes, and you put him on the same line with Mize. You got the uh, the bull, and you got the uh, the stallion, I guess, the finesse stallion, and the, and Matthew Nyes can not only shoot the puck, but he can shoot it through the through the goal, one end or the other.
1: Well, that's it, right? I mean, that's the guy that if you they're gonna get a dirty goal that's the guy that's likely going to get it. Yeah. It's, it's, yes, not he a, is. It's, it's not a knock on the other guys. It's that his game fits the style that they need to beat to win this game.
2: Yep, that's a fact. Um, so so who do you look for? Obviously, you look for Myers and Nye's to be your two uh two, your two big guns. But also put these guys in the back of your head. Sammy Walker, uh 38 games played, 14, 13 for 27. And Chaz Lucius only played 24 games, but uh he's coming on strong as well. And uh and the third one in there will be Aaron Huglin, the uh the freshman from Roseau. Um a, a kind of a dark horse in this one Paul guy that could be a difference maker has experience we've had him on the show Grant Crookshank, the transfer from Colorado College. Um, don't be surprised, surprised if Grant makes a move in this uh, in this game against Minnesota State.
1: Well, I- I'm going to watch, obviously, and it'll be the key. Uh, how is the other Maroon and Gold team going to be successful in attacking the Minnesota State blue line in terms of getting into the offensive zone. If they're constantly getting in without too much of a hassle, that's a bad sign for Minnesota State. If, well, here's if, if they if, they're, if if that other maroon and gold team is allowed to use their speed and 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 you know and and get uh, more clean entries than not, that's going to be a problem. You know, good, it'll, that, that'll, that's the kind of game that favors um, one of the M teams there.
2: Well, let me give you uh, – um, how should I say this? Um, a guess at what's going to happen. I, I think that Mike Hastings uh, at Minnesota State has come up through the ranks and uh, is really down to earth. And I'm not going to say anything bad about Mo- Bob Motzko, because he's also worked very hard to get where he's at. But what I think the difference in this game is Minnesota state is known as Mankato. They're not known as the team in Minnesota, even though they are more team in the country or should be um, Minnesota state is known as, yeah, that team in Mankato.
1: Isn't that uh, the same thing though, as the, for the other five teams. Yeah. Yeah. For the other but, four teams.
2: Yeah. You're getting to my point right now, which tells me that at Minnesota, um, the, the mindset, maybe is the right word, is such that, hey, we're Minnesota. We can do what we want, and if we do it right, we will win. Okay, now let me tell you the difference between Bob Moscow, coach in Minnesota and David Carl coach in Denver. David Carl knew that he had a good team going up against Minnesota Duluth in the frozen face-off, and uh, Minnesota Duluth shut them down. So, you know what David Carl did? He went back to the drawing board. He said, hey, we got a good team, but we need to adjust. We need to play differently if we're going to beat UMass Lowell and Minnesota Duluth again and get to the Frozen Four. Then, after that, he said, hey, we're now playing Michigan. We need to adjust. Yes, we're a good team. Yes, we're a confident team. Yes, we're a deep team, but we need to adjust. What I think Minnesota does is, hey, we're Minnesota. We don't need to adjust. We can just bull our way through it. We got draft picks. We got this. We got that. We wear a big maroon and gold M. We we don't need to make adjustments because we're going to dictate. And last year, Minnesota State dictated. And they, got, they won 4 nothing. And this year, Minnesota State's going to come in with that same mindset. We're not going to let you dictate. And we don't care if that, that M on your sweater is maroon and gold or uh, pink and gold. We don't care we are gonna play our game and you're gonna to have to adjust to us and that's going to be the question Paul does Minnesota adjust or do they let Minnesota State walk all over them
1: well that's pretty much it like I said Styles make fights
2: yep that's okay. what I let it right back around to <laughs> and
1: if, if the game is if if the game is choppy and and Playing, being played tight, that favors Minnesota State. It's
2: Far and away. It's it not even not, close.
1: You know, um, it favors the other guy.
2: Exactly. Okay, let's do this. Let's take a, uh, a quick break. Let's come back and let's break down game number two, which is actually the first game of the day with the uh, Michigan Wolverines taking on the Denver Pioneers. We'll be back in about four minutes and uh, discuss that one.
1: wheels and bearings for your inline skates or extra rolls of tape for your stick. At Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother.
0: Go to any of our Three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm
1: focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said It's been running through my head Locked and loaded right. Still got it Still got it
2: Who's old now?
0: As you plan your next trip, or perhaps your first trip in a while, Drury Hotels has over 150 locations to help you travel happy again. Winners of 16 consecutive J.D. Power Awards for guest satisfaction, Drury Hotels treats you right. Free hot breakfast and happy hours, 24-hour fitness and business centers, as well as more than enough Wi-Fi bandwidth to take care of all your connectivity needs. Whether you're traveling for business, catching a hockey game, or just trying to reconnect with cozy moments, drury hotels have the location and amenities you need when looking for a place to stay call one 800 drury Inn or go to druryhotels.com and book your stay today drury hotels where our home is your home broadcasting from the summer skate studios summer skates the ultimate hockey players footwear this is college Chalky southwest live
2: All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. Indeed, it is College Hockey Southwest Live. It's our NCAA staple show. Normally, we are reacting to games that were just played. But, of course, there haven't been any games this last week, so it's been uh, time to talk about the uh, Frozen Four coming up this Thursday and a championship game on Saturday. Of course, the Hobie Baker, the Mike Richter Award, all those things will be done on Friday in between the games, and it's all taking place at TD Garden in boston massachusetts scott strandy with you from denver colorado tonight my co-host as always paul hornstein out on beautiful long island new york and uh paul we got through the first one which is actually the second one which is actually the one on U, not the one on espn2 so now it's time to talk about the first one and uh that'll be the game that'll be played between michigan and denver two high-powered offenses two uh, very skilled teams and um it's going to be fun. It's going to get things kicked off 5 p.m. Eastern time, ESPN2, and in the TD Garden in Boston. Um, your thoughts on Michigan, Paul?
1: Uh, first of all, I uh, did not expect to look up and see that these two teams have played as much as they have. I know both are long-time programs, but – right. Oh. Um, don't believe they were really ever in the same conference. No. So, uh, for them to have played about eighty games against each other, um, and would you say this is the first time they're playing each other in the tournament?
2: Yeah, as far as I know, that's uh, I'd have to double check on that, but I think so.
1: Um, that that's that's a lot of games, for for. Like I said, for teams that are not and have never really been in the same conference.
2: Yeah, yeah, it really is. But yeah. uh, two. two so that,
1: means you're, that means you're playing each other. Every two blue blood programs. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll, listen, you like to see those games. I mean, you want those programs, those kinds of programs to play each other on a regular basis, even if it's not every year. You know, let's face it, I mean, in a normal situation, who who wouldn't want to see Michigan play Denver every two or three years?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I
1: mean, the two the, the, the two teams that have won the most national championships, I mean, I think there's a couple of other teams that have eight along with Denver. Uh, Michigan has nine, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so you want to see those kind of programs play against each other. Uh,
2: well, let, let me tell you this, that to kind of preface it. Michigan wins 5-2 over AIC. Michigan wins 7-4 over Quinnipiac. Um, that tells you that Michigan scores and gives up some goals. Uh, Denver, oh, yeah, That's
1: been going on all year.
2: I know, but Denver comes in. Uh, with a 3-2 victory over UMass Lowell and a 2-1 victory over Minnesota Duluth, which tells me that Denver, I believe, was the highest-scoring team in all of college hockey this year, averaging over 4.5 uh, goals a game. But Denver can also play a different style of game. So here again, as you, you saw uh, aptly brought up uh, in the first game, the uh, styles make fights. These two teams are very, very fast, very very skilled, but could one team dictate over the other Paul?
1: Um, could they they, they they, absolutely could. I mean um, let, let's let's just go through this here real fast now. All right Denver was the leading scorer the leading offensive 4.3 goals a game, okay? Uh, Minnesota state second at 4.1 Michigan at 4.0 and in a tie for fourth with uh, our buddy, Nick St. Cloud 3.6 goals per game. So, you know, these teams can score. (laughs) Um, and usually, what happens is, if you look at the if you if you look at these two teams, uh, they're just so deep that it's hard for the other teams to stay even with these teams. You you, you could hang for a period. You can hang for two periods. But eventually, those numbers and and that depth, more often than not, is going to win.
2: Yeah, well. And
1: and these teams, uh, and and while we acknowledge, and certainly I have because I've had them ranked one almost all season, Minnesota State, where those guys don't have the quote-unquote star power, these two teams do.
2: Okay, so let me start with Denver on this one, um, since I let you start with Minnesota State in the last one. Um, Denver's got three areas where I think they can win this hockey game at. Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to start with goal. If, uh, if uh, Magnus Corona, who's played 35 games, is on his game from the very get-go and focused, um, he can be really, really tough to beat. So that's the first thing. We're going to look to see if Magnus can uh, can be on his game. The second thing is the depth of Denver is four lines plus deep. Um, they will bring it at you, and their fourth line can score as often and as easily as their first line can score. So if they get all four lines rolling, there's not another team in the country that can match them. Um, thirdly, uh, thirdly, except this one. No, this one can't. Not four uh, lines. They can match them two, maybe I three. Te- they can't go four. They can't go four. They can't go four.
1: How many teams can even match the top? Can even go three?
2: Can even go three with who? Uh,
1: can go three lines uh, against Denver.
2: Nobody. That's what I'm telling you. They, Michigan might be able to go two and a half or three. No, they go three. That fourth line... Is a difference maker, and that's what I'm telling you. The fourth line is going to have to be involved, and going to have to beat the Michigan fourth line if Denver wants to win. And thirdly, and finally, is the uh, the Pioneers um, have a lot of skill, uh, but they also have a lot of savvy, if you'll uh, not savoy, savvy in the fact that they've had some guys that have been there. Uh, Ryan Barrow's been there. Cole Gutman's been there. Uh, Kyle Mayhew's been there. So these guys have been to the Frozen Four. They know what it's like. They're, they're poised and, and ready to to take advantage of their opportunity. But they've also brought in a bunch of very skilled freshmen who are now not freshmen anymore. They're now advanced to the sophomore group. And uh, you think about guys like Jack Devine and uh, Massimo Rizzo. And I could just go down the list of this uh, freshman class. Uh, that have really grown. When you're talking about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight guys that have scored more than or have double digits in goals this year, and a guy like uh, Cameron Wright with 21 goals as a, a grad transfer, the only grad transfer, that's where Denver's going to beat you, um, well, and that's how they have to beat you.
1: Well, let's 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 say this. And I'll say this for about both teams. And I'll say this about that other Maroon Gold team, too. Unlike Minnesota State, who has been to a Frozen Four. Uh, yeah, these guys have had to step it up under the pressure of the NCAA tournament. And they've gotten through it so far. But most of these guys on any of these other three teams have not played in a Frozen Four.
2: Yeah, we can thank that uh, wonderful group of uh, COVID.
1: (laughs) Well, it is, but it still is what it is.
2: True. True, it is.
1: Okay. Um, Have a lot of these guys played in big games? Sure. Of course they have. Between World Juniors and and the Olympics, these guys have played in big games. But this is still a different experience.
2: It is, and let me tell you my intangible. My intangible for Denver winning this, this game and possibly the whole Frozen Four is the fact that Denver's team, from the moment that I stepped on uh, the Magnus Arena the locker room area yeah, uh, this year. Huh?
1: They need to stop letting you do that.
2: You yeah, well, since the time that I've been there, uh, this team has been focused on one thing, one thing only. Winning a national championship. Every player, every coach, everybody has talked about winning a national championship and finishing third, fourth, or second is just not an option. It's not a successful season unless the Pioneers win the championship. I don't think that that's been the focus, the sole focus, of many other teams, certainly not the other two. I Maybe Minnesota State. But you look at guys like Denver didn't have guys leave and go to the Olympics. They had one guy go to the World Juniors this year, and that was canceled and he came right back home and hardly missed a game. Um, Denver's been focused on winning a national championship as a college hockey program. Um, Michigan has had guys in and out of the lineup in in uh, the Olympics and, and talking about what their future is going to be like. I mean, all you have to do is listen to a press conference uh, with the national media and everybody says, hey, Mel, tell us how this guy is going to be a good pro. How is this guy going to at the pro level? There are a ton of distractions on the Michigan side of things because they all know that four, five, six, maybe seven of their players are making the move to the NHL. This, this winning a national championship, yeah, okay, we'd like to win one, but it's not the end-all, be-all. In Denver, it's the end-all, be-all.
1: Well, they have a bunch of guys going to the NHL, too.
2: But they are so, not focused on it like Michigan. Everybody's wow. talking about Beneers. Everybody's talking about Johnson. Everybody's talking about uh, Brisson. It's because they were,
1: because they they're, were all first-round picks. Exactly.
2: That's the king. That's the, that's the distraction I'm talking about. When you're up there and you're being distracted by all these other bright lights, um, how, how are you f- totally focused? to take on a four-line team that is solely focused on winning this. Right. I mean, I guarantee you, I'm going to talk to Bobby Brink tomorrow, and, and the word Philadelphia will not come up in the conversation from him or from me.
1: Uh, if I'm him, I ask for a trade, so I don't have to play there. But
2: just... <laughs> okay, but Matty Beneers, what's going to be the first question that he gets asked at every press conference he attends from now until the end of the Frozen Four?
1: Oh, hey, are you leaving? One.
2: How, how's your team? Are you going?
1: They're all leaving.
2: I know, but that's a question that's going they're to be asked. Well, it I was mean, asked to the coaches. Mel Pearson was asked. Bob Mosco was asked. But you know who the two all coaches all... were that weren't asked?
1: Casey
2: Mike Hastings, David, David Carl.
1: Yeah, they're all leaving. Uh, all right, maybe uh, Ethan Edwards is not leaving. And, and maybe Jacob Truscott's not leaving. But these other guys are leaving. They're all even. They're all number one picks.
2: I know that. That's what I'm talking about. How do they maintain the focus to know that, you know, this game means a national championship and a trophy on the wall in our school, but it does not mean anything because as soon as I get done with this game, whenever it ends, whatever game, it could be two more games, it could be one more game. I'm going to make millions. I'm going to make money.
1: Uh, Cole Gutman's not yeah, thinking I can't that. Believe you, I can't believe you're going to make me say this.
2: Cole Gutman's not thinking that. Hunter Savoy's not thinking that.
1: Bobby Brink's
2: not thinking that. You
1: play to that. win the game. What? You play to win the game. Oh,
2: no. No. You're not going you there. Go there. You're not going there.
1: Seriously, <laughs> listen. Uh,
2: everybody plays to win are, the game but there's there's also to, a mental side of like, it paul and yeah, you know it as kids, well as i do
1: you're gonna tell me that the, these kids that are first round picks are not used to that circus come on i
2: didn't say they weren't used to it i just said it's gonna be distracting and if they get down a goal if they get down two goals do they have the same desire that a team that that's coming back next year. That's focused on winning a national championship because that's the end all be all. Or are they going to go like, yeah, you know what? We gave it a good shot, but I'm getting a paycheck next week. See ya.
1: Yeah. But how many, of they're these checking guys, out.
2: They're checking
1: out. But, but a lot of these guys could have went to the NHL this year. and Didn't.
2: Yeah. But that doesn't have anything to do with whether they're going to be focused
1: or not. Uh, listen, this is this is a game where you're going to see a lot of skilled players on the front and the back, and I don't think. Now listen, I could be a hundred percent wrong. I usually tend not to be. Okay. Um, and I think the, as far as the depth is concerned of these of these two teams. Um, you know if, you know these two teams, can pretty much go toe to toe line for line. Except the fourth line. Yeah, but how much? McCabe Webster,
2: time... are you listening? You're being challenged here, McCade.
1: How much time? Listen, is it entirely possible that David Carl just rolls four lines? Yes. Yeah, but he doesn't. I don't know if he has a choice because I don't believe he's designated the home team in this game.
2: No, no, but he can still roll four lines. Well, he just can't line match. Well, and and I doubt he's going to line match because he's comfortable with all four of his lines. And he'll and tell fine. you, just like he told me, that he mixed and matched his players strictly for this opportunity.
1: Yeah, and I just don't think, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine that, that the, the, the disparity in the fourth lines is, is going to be that great
2: it is trust me uh. trust me it is i've seen it all year and the, but the bigger the bigger disparity over this whole thing and i'm going to say it again is one team the denver pioneers is playing to win the national championship be all end all whoever leaves is going to leave uh to turn pro but that's not what they're here for and, and listen, they're, they're here to win a national championship that Michigan sure. the Michigan players Paul are not there to win a national championship let's be honest they're there to take the next step to the NHL that that's what they're there for Matty Beneers came back to just hone his game and right. move forward right uh, Owen came back to hone his right. game and move forward Probably one of the players a came team. back to try to earn a spot on the roster in Vegas so that they, they were never all in to winning a national championship. They just aren't. They aren't all in. I'm telling you, if they were all in, they'd have been undefeated because their talent level is good enough to be undefeated this year.
1: Well, that's ridiculous because nobody goes undefeated. Not in that many.
2: No, really.
1: Yeah, that just doesn't happen.
2: Yeah, it can happen. It can happen if you've got a team of how many first-round draft picks? Seven first-rounders? When was
1: the last time it happened?
2: Well, I don't have the stats in front of me, but that I don't know when the last time there were seven first rounders on a team either.
1: Listen, you're going to I'm
2: here. telling you again that the Denver Pioneers are in this to win it. They've been bought in since June. They're in it to win it. That doesn't mean they will. I'm just telling you that there won't be a lack of focus. And I'm going to tell you, we've already seen it with Michigan. Michigan already bailed on a game against Western wow, Michigan. Listen,
1: that's. Listen, that's...
2: That don't tell me that's different. No, no that's I, not well,
1: different. No, I'm, I'm telling they you. They
2: bailed it. on a game against Western Michigan they did. because they, they were protecting did. number one.
1: They absolutely did, and I, I don't believe that the players had a choice in this. Apparently, it's not like the coach said to the players, "Hey, do you guys want to play these guys? We're gonna. We don't want to play them, so maybe we 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 should." That, that all came from the top. That didn't come from the players.
2: No, but I'm still telling you the focus is what I'm talking about. That didn't happen in Denver. There wasn't a time where they said, hey, maybe we shouldn't play this game. From the top or from the middle or from the Those bottom.
1: Are, I've never seen that before anywhere. So,
2: Well, I'm telling you, when you have a team of first-round picks that know where they're headed next, and it's guaranteed there is easily a lack of focus in playing to win a medal or a trophy. Do you think it makes any difference to Owen Power if he if he wins the national championship or not? It makes zero uh, zero difference it, to him.
1: If if, if it doesn't, and I would question whether or not I'd want that guy on my team in the NHL.
2: He's going to Buffalo, Paul.
1: That's that we can, That's a different discussion.
2: <laughs> I'm just telling you, I, I and that that's my argument. If Denver wins, it's become it's going to be because they were locked in from day one. If Michigan wins, it's because they got seven first rounders who who just outplayed the pioneers. That that's the difference in this game. In the other game, it's about styles. It's about Minnesota State and their top notch goaltender dictating how the outcome's going to be played or determined I should say and in Minnesota's case they're just they're just up and down and not all together all the time and you can look at their record and see that
1: I, i'm just saying that you have two teams in this game that focused you can we can argue that but once again frozen four is different than anything they've been in before Um, they're all different, you know, unlike the world juniors or whatever, Olympics or whatever. There's those aren't, this isn't this, these aren't all, I mean, technically they're not all-star teams.
2: (laughs) Technically. Yeah. Good point. But, but I will tell you, I will tell you the same thing. Uh, when you're playing for gold for your country, whether it's world juniors or Olympics, completely different than playing for a national championship to some teams to some teams not saying all but walk around the denver uh, arena in the campus and and get a feel for what's important to them what's important to them is hoisting the big trophy that's the ncaa trophy these guys have no idea how many of them are going to be in the nhl or how long they're going to be in the nhl or all of that ask cole gutman what what he thinks about his pro career he you know i still say cole might be back next year for a fifth year um carter savoy he's he's a draft pick of edmonton he has no idea if he's going to make that roster or even make a statement i think he will but that's not what he's playing for he's not the number 1 overall pick he's not a first round draft pick look at bobby brink he's a he's a second round pick uh, bobby's not uh you know he doesn't know if he's going to make it with the flyers or if he's going to dominate but would you but know I'm what not. they all do they all know that they want to be a pioneer national championship hockey team that's what they do know
1: like i said i've just i'm not denying what you're saying i just think you can't be uh, this in this matchup you can't be dismissive of 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 either team and say one team has just got more depth. I mean,
2: you know, I, I one team does have more depth and one team has more first round picks. They have more. Michigan's got high end talent. Denver's got more depth. Those two things are fact. All you have to do is look at it. Look on paper. It tells you that it tells you on their season.
1: I'm just telling you that Michigan is deeper than you think.
2: No, no, no. I'm telling you Michigan is deep. They're just not as deep as Denver. Denver can go four lines. Michigan gonna go two and a half, maybe three. No, forget
1: what is this two and a half nonsense?
2: That's where their talent level is. Two and a half deep. They're they're two and a half to three lines deep. You're 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 being. I think. Listen, they played in the Big Ten. If they couldn't have squashed everybody in the Big 10 with that talent? Oh my goodness, gracious. Come on. You should have been undefeated at least in the Big 10. Um come on. You're you still know talking
1: about a lot of freshmen and sophomores, dude.
2: You, so what? You you were picked you mean, in the so first what? round of the NHL draft for a reason. You should stomp still, on Big 10 talent.
1: There's still freshmen and sophomores.
2: I don't care, Paul. They're talented freshmen and sophomores, or they they wouldn't have been picked over first-rounders.
1: Stop making making me defend this team. I hate you. That's
2: just fact. Uh, The bottom line of it is Denver is playing to win a national championship. Minnesota State's playing to win a national championship. Minnesota and Michigan are playing to advance their players to the NHL. Period. Period. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, you know, there's a, there, there is a certain thing. fact to that. Cer- there is a certain
2: fact to
1: that air of truth about that. But I, I just think you're being, is, is a, I just think you're just being uh, a hair dismissive.
2: No, because I, I did not say that Michigan couldn't win this game. I said Michigan like can it. win this game. I said Denver can win this game. They're both very talented hockey teams. I just made the point that if Denver wins, it's because they've been focused all year on this goal at hand. They haven't been satisfied with the gold haven't been satisfied with Penrose, definitely weren't satisfied with the uh, frozen faceoff, and definitely were not satisfied with the regional. This team is... is not celebrated anything until they can celebrate the big one. And if they don't win the big one, it's going to be a lost season to them. That's how they look at it. I haven't been around a team like that ever. Uh, I've been around a lot of teams that even, you know, North Dakota, they were the same way. You tell me that Jonathan Daves and uh, TJ Oshie and that group of guys, Ryan Duncan, all of those talented players. I'll tell you what I was at that frozen Four when they lost in the first round and it was because they were all focused on what was going to happen next. And they'll never tell you that, but it was obvious on and off the ice. And I would be shocked if I don't see the same thing in three days, four days in, in Boston from those two teams. And I'm talking about the Gophers of Michigan who uh, view themselves as stepping stones to the NHL.
1: I'm just saying it's a process. Now you got me quoting other Jets people. <laughs> now, now we're done. I'm done. We're done here.
2: Uh, I love it. All I can say is if college hockey wants to find a true champion, make sure it's Denver and Minnesota state playing Saturday night. Uh, yeah, End I of know, conversation.
1: That's what I want to see, but I don't have. That's what
2: college hockey needs to see.
1: Wow. Well, okay. 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 You heard
2: it tomorrow night uh we're going to be back with uh I'm Paul probably making an appearance tomorrow too cuz he's got something to say about the numbers. I'm so uh sleep. <laughs> But Jordan and I will be back with Analytics and Eyeballs where we dig into the numbers. We check on power play numbers, we check on plus minus, we check on goals, assists, goals against average, save percentage. We're digging into all that on all four teams tomorrow night. Don't miss it. Analytics and Eyeballs, 7:30 p.m. Mountain Time. Jordan McAlpine and myself, Scott Strandy, we'll be back with you. Paul, you got any closing comments or have I finally wore you down?
1: Oh, you haven't worn me down. It's just being ridiculous. <laughs> That's all. That's my final comment.
2: <laughs> Take it away, my from, friend.
1: From the Summer Skate Studios, behind the masks, College Hockey Southwest Live on the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. has been brought to you by Burrito Express. Homemade taste, takeout speed, 60s Valley locations. Go to BurritoExpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our Three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Peterson Toyota, whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style. Available at all Legion Stadium events. And of course at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard. By the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites. Now an official Disney World Hotel. Book your stay now for travel starting this October at DruryHotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com to find your fresh deal at the nearest Jets location today. Metro by T-Mobile. Get exclusive offers by becoming part of T-Mobile Tuesdays when you switch to Metro by T-Mobile. Topgolf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf center or go to Topgolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort, or in town. And by M-Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com and see which M-Drive formula is for you. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts, all one word, and download the latest shows today behind the masks college hockey Southwest live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the ice time hockey sw.com network.
2: Very well done. My friend, I will remind everybody that this is show number one of, uh, I think it's 10, 10, or 12 in a row. <laughs> I can't remember uh, where well, we're going to be bringing you all the coverage from the uh, frozen Four tomorrow night. It's analytics and eyeballs, Jordan McAlpine and myself Tuesday night, Paul Hornstein and I will be back with you on uh, college hockey Southwest weekly Wednesday night, a special show that I'll probably be doing from Fort Lauderdale. It sounds like way, uh, the spirit airlines taking me from Denver to Fort Lauderdale to Boston, because that's the only way that Paul Hornstein would go. I know that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The only way.
2: (laughs) So, so that's what we got going for you. So I'll probably be coming at you live from the Fort Lauderdale airport on Wednesday night, Thursday night. It'll be late night. It'll be after the two games are done, the semifinals. And uh, of course, Friday we'll be talking Hobie Baker. We're talking Richter award. All that good stuff. Saturday night, we'll come back to you live after the uh, NCAA national championship game, the Frozen Four national championship game, and of course Sunday, we'll be back with you for College Hockey Southwest Live to recap all of it uh, as we take it all in. So, okay, I got nothing more, Paul.
1: Uh, good night.
2: And good night. We'll say good night with Little Roger Klein, Peacemakers De Niro. Good night, everybody.